I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. I did an episode on stand-up comedians very recently wherein I was talking about what we can learn about stand-up comedians which we can apply to work as well as life. And my show's producer Jalak Shah from IVM just told me off. She said, "How can you not mention any stand-up comedian as a she?" Why did you use the pronoun he all the time throughout the show? And she was absolutely right because you know stand up comedians like Sarah Silverman, Amy Schumer, Ellen DeGeneres and so many others who have Netflix specials are fantastic as fantastic if not better than all the he's in the world. And with that smart fact of the day, I'd like to start this episode which is on political correctness versus the other term of inclusivity what do you think let's go i think people are talking a lot about how politically correct we need to be in our workplace as well as educational institutes and all other walks of life and recently there's been a bit of a blowback against political correctness and sometimes i used to wonder if that was the camp i was in because i was wondering whether there were a lot of people who were like saying you know this for effect but i have happened to have a deep think on this subject especially after jalak told me off but the fact is that political correctness is there for a reason and i was just exploring that reason a little more when i was uh, looking at the world around me and in the world around me i saw um, the both the camps right the first camp of political correctness or rather the people railing against political correctness were the ones who were saying a lot of stuff which was like because they were you know being pushed back by people who were saying not this is not on you know you should be looking at pronouns like he she they and their argument essentially is that you know things are getting on a little too far and i don't think we should be like castigating anybody just because you know they are not specifically um, you know using these pronouns and the rest of it and it made me wonder whether you know there's there's a point to it Now I do know that this is abused by a lot of people who just try to make a point in any cocktail party and just try to show how you know in quotes woke they are but the fact is that political correctness exists for a reason and the reason is that a lot of these guys and that includes me do not really understand the privilege that uh, we get and we are actually accepting without really realizing that we are privileged and then we are, are making comments about uh, you know minorities because the issue is about minorities when we look at you know us railing against political correctness in the workplace we are actually railing against minorities so therefore we are railing against diversity in a workplace now you might say hey come on there's equality of opportunity and uh, you know the equality of outcome is not equal to equality of opportunity so let's kind of examine that a little more when uh, a lot of people who are railing against political correctness especially against minorities are talking they're talking about you know the fact that political correctness means that i'm i am supposed to use these pronouns just because it is the right thing to be done and therefore you know everyone feels sure and and everyone feels equal at at the table 
the equality of opportunity is what people talk about. They say, hey, everyone's got equal opportunities. The outcomes may not be equal based upon your merit and the rest of it. But they conveniently forget that everyone has a different starting point to the time that they come to the table. I mean, a lot of people have struggled, slogged and worked their asses off to come to the table. And some people have had it relatively easy and nobody can predict who's had it easy and who's had it difficult. And it's quite possible that somebody who does look privileged actually has had a pretty rough ride to that uh, table that we are talking about, that metaphorical table. But it's quite likely, more likely than not, that people from minorities have had a rough ride. So, if there is a way in which we can acknowledge that rough ride by actually changing the way in which we address people, either by, you know, pronouncing uh, their names the right way or addressing them the right way or even not cursing, well, all of it probably goes to make a difference is what I've realized over a period of time. Of course, not just Jhalak, but my two kids have also, um, you know, uh, schooled me quite a bit. They are uh, daughters and they're, uh, they're daughters of mine and they're doing some phenomenal work on their social media through Instagram and TikTok. And they have very strong views, which are quite balanced, by the way, uh, on, on such matters. And what I've realized is that when you have a dialogue with uh, people who are, talking about the other camp, which is inclusivity, we tend to just take their words at first instance without really having a dialogue with them. So you don't really know where they're coming from. And I think where they're coming from is uh, a request for acknowledgement as well as respect. And these two qualities are things that perhaps we need to, on the other side, work a little harder at. Political correctness or incorrectness aside, I think the term that we should be looking at of the other side of the equation is inclusivity. And when I'm using workplace examples, I don't mean to not talk about the rest of life, but I think I wanted to make it as specific as possible and as workable as possible for us to look into the matter. So which is why I was talking about workplace scenarios. In fact, in my life as a teacher, let me give you a very different example uh, about my learnings of inclusivity. As a teacher, I used to, you know, feel very free with uh, the way in which I spoke in class and I still do. And I, I have a lot of uh, fun when I'm teaching my students in class and we make a lot of fun about the world in general. And that's all well and dandy, especially when, you know, there's face-to-face -face contact and the students know you. But it's quite likely that it does not translate too well on Zoom because you really don't know the person that you're talking to when it is a, a sort of an interface like Zoom that you're having your classes on. And I learned this in a very different manner when I was teaching an online course. And it was a large course, more than 100 people were there. And I did curse a lot. Okay, and I still do curse a lot, but way lesser than what I used to. And when I was, um, you know, in one of my lectures, and I was in full flow, I would say in quotes, there was one uh, lady who said, hey, can we just uh, not use bad words in this particular lecture, because I've got a kid and he's uh, next to me when I'm learning this. And that stopped me in my tracks because I just realized, oops, I made a complete ass of myself. Clearly, this is a situation wherein these are not the typical students that you would meet 
in a classroom, but these are working professionals who are kind of putting a stop to the rest of their life and families and listening to this teacher share some knowledge with them. And I kind of understood that I need to amend my ways in order to be inclusive of people who are not necessarily, you know, quite comfortable with the language that I'm using. Now, compare and contrast that to the CEO of uh, some big time Silicon Valley company who said that, look, I curse in the workplace. I don't care about that because cursing signifies passion and cursing signifies, you know, a, a different level of intensity. And I encourage that with all the team that is working with me. And if somebody has a problem with that, well, then, you know, don't work with me. And I kind of found that a little arrogant. Actually, data does prove that if you are, you know, cussing away, it is quite likely that you are connecting to a different part of your brain. And it's quite likely that it does have a positive impact if that is your thing, you know, on your performance. But it does not, you know, look into the fact, it ignores the fact that there are people who might have been very uh, concerned about about that language and perhaps do not give their best because, you know, they've been abused as kids or they've been uh, kind of had cuss words coming down the wrong way when they were in different walks of life. So we don't know how people's lives have panned out. And it's quite likely that that particular CEO and other CEOs like him and are going to look into something uh, like this and regret the fact that they have not got the best out of people who are around the table. Again, the metaphorical table comes into picture. It is essentially a moot point, but it still needs to be said. Diversity includes people who have not led lives like you. So they are going to be upset and they might have different value systems than you. And if you want the best of intelligence to help support you in your endeavors, it is better that you look and examine at the way in which you can make them feel comfortable rather than yourself feel comfortable all the time. And I think therein lies the rub. Therein lies the rub. So to all those people, and to me as well, I say, if you want the best out of your team, and if you want the best out of your partners, and if you want the best out of your friends, and if you want the best intelligence coming your way, and if you want to be included in Good conversations, be inclusive yourself. Why not make yourself a little uncomfortable by being politically correct in quotes uh, in an effort to be a little more inclusive of people's lives that you do not know of? And trust me, it will pay you back in spades. I hope that this contrarian opinion of mine, you know, you've liked and uh, this episode you've liked. If you like stuff like this, I'm the traveling professor. And you can find me on LinkedIn and on Instagram, wherein I will certainly try to curtail my cuss words and the way in which I am, not to be politically correct, but to be inclusive of people. And of course, I will stand down when corrected. And if I do, well, that's how it is. On that happy note, do listen to some IBM stuff as well. They've got wonderful, wonderful stuff going out uh, you know, this month and, and this year and they've been doing this for a long time. And uh, cheers to that. Until next time then. 